Hi, everybody. We do not have a normal episode this week because we are going to our summer camp. And we're not going to have an episode next week because we will be recovering from summer camp. However, we will be back in two weeks with guest episodes again, which means that you have two weeks to send in your voicemails. If you are considering quitting anything, we would love to hear from you. Go to realquestionpod.com and scroll toward the bottom and hit submit a quitting question. We do have a little bonus for you since we are taking the next two weeks off, and that is a Patreon perk that we're making public for everybody. One of our Patreon perks is that Margaret H. Wilson and I give pop culture prescriptions for people's problems, and so you are going to be getting one of our pop culture prescriptions in lieu of an episode this week. We hope that you enjoy it, and we'll talk to you in two weeks. Patreon, thank you so much for being here. We are here with a special pop culture prescription episode with the great, the good, the brilliant, the kind, Margaret H. Wilson. Margaret. Oh, Vanessa, thank you. Hi. I was using my Price is Right voice. Come on. You were doing a great job. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody got the reference. (laughs) So today we are answering a concern from Ruth, who is from Boise, and we're going to be prescribing some important pop culture solutions to her problems, some medication of the pop culture variety. I will read today's question. My husband recently changed jobs and is now traveling a lot more for work. This means that I have a lot more time at home to watch whatever I want. Woo! But I've already watched every Jane Austen adaptation Mm -hmm. I can find in the last three weeks and need something new. I love historical romance, book, or movies, so I'd love any suggestion there. But I also want to watch more modern movies and shows that have guaranteed happy endings. I can't do cringe comedy, so The Office and Modern Family are out for me. Wow. The Office is half cringe comedy, half amusing romance. But fair enough, Ruth. Margaret, do you have a place to start (laughs) us off? I do have a place to start us off. And uh, Ruth? What I would like to introduce you to is the cinematic universe of Robert and Michelle King, the creators of The Good Wife, which has continued on as The Good Fight. One of my favorite shows. The Good Wife is so good. Seven seasons, and it's just, there are some dips in quality there, but otherwise it's good. And they're those sweet, sweet, like, um, what do we say, CBS, network drama seasons where they're like 22 full episodes long. And there are things that happen in that show that you're like, what just happened? And then they're not like, it was all a dream. Like, the things happened. Things happened. Now, there is, there is, there's some sad spots in it. But by the end, you're in a pretty good place. And it's a fun ride the entire time. And that ride then continues with the increasingly deranged but also really fun good fight um, where you're following one of the people from the law firm. So, Vanessa, you like this show. I love this show. I love the continuation. Yeah. And the big thing is there's so much of it. There's so much of it and it's done and it's just all there for you to consume. Like little um, Pringles. It's just like a full sleeve of Pringles right there for you. Mm -hmm. That's one. And then the second one, this is something I've only just gotten into. So I can't totally vouch for it, but I'm pretty into it and my mom loves it. And that makes me feel like one, it won't have any cringe comedy in it popping out because she likewise can't do The Office. 
And two, like, it's going to have a happy ending. And it is a show called Last Tango in Halifax. That streams all on Netflix. Four seasons. I think they're like six episodes long. And it is about a pair of elderly folks who reconnect through Facebook when they are both widowed and uh, reignite a romance that was going on between them when they were like teenagers. And the um, fish out of water dynamics that occur between their two families. It's just great. I watched four episodes this weekend and I'm completely hooked. So those would be two suggestions I would have for you. I think I should give Last Hango in Halifax more of a try. I was like not pulled in by the first episode. I was extremely hooked by the first episode. Okay. So I got to go back. So my suggestion is to pick a couple of directors and authors and try to become a completist of them. So you can start with some obvious ones like Nancy Myers. And just go through, because you're going to start with The Parent Trap and Father of the Bride. Like, she goes back pretty far. But you does. Baby boom. Baby boom. Exactly. And you might have to go to the library to rent a DVD because some of these might not even be available on streaming. I think, like, really working your way through a writer-director's oeuvre is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so I recommend Nancy Myers. I recommend Nora Ephron. She wrote Silkwood, right? Like, which is like yeah. confusing and awesome. And if you've never read Heartburn, read Heartburn. It's so read much fun. Heartburn. Like, become a true completist. Wallflower at the orgy, right? Like, yeah, all of her collected essays. They're are all amazing. amazing and funny. And, like, you'll read it and you'll be like, how is everything so much the same way it was then? Like, and I think Wallflower at the Orgy, she has an essay on Upstairs, Downstairs. And, like, the degree to which she could have word for word written it about Downton Abbey is uncanny. And just, like, even when you're reading an essay and you're like, this is stupid, right? Like, she has an essay in one of her books, I don't remember which one, about how she will never have a clean purse, and I, while reading it, I was just like, Nora Ephron, I don't care. And now whenever I spill, I'm like, do you know what? Nora Ephron never had a clean purse. I'm a person who spills. Nora Ephron was a person without a clean purse. And like, it really has taught me self-acceptance. So those are two ideas. I, there are also some great novelists that I'm a completist of and I recommend being a completist of. Anne Tyler is an author who I love dearly. She is the reason Nick Hornby became a writer, which is like just one of my favorites. that. Isn't that amazing? I That's love amazing. it. Are you ready for like a really obnoxious sentence? He wrote an essay about it in The Believer. And I was like, of course, Anne Tyler is why you became a writer, Nick Hornby. So, yeah, I just think I'm a completist of Leanne Moriarty. Um, if She's a little suspensey, so I don't know if I recommend that. But Curtis Sittenfeld is a great author to become a completist of. So, yeah, and you can even do some more ambitious completist stuff like Toni Morrison. Anyway, I just think that, like, projects where you're like, I'm going to go deep on one person is a really fun thing. My husband and I sort of famously, Lore in our family, has decided that one winter we were going to watch all of Werner Herzog. And we made it two documentaries in and we're like, in one lifetime, we are going to watch all of Werner Herzog. It is too bleak to do in one winter. (laughs) But anyway, that's what I recommend. Make a project of it. 
I support that. And then I just wanted to throw in there, you've seen a lot of Jane Austen adaptations. If you haven't watched the adaptations of Elizabeth Gaskell's novels, uh, North and South North and is a very South popular one. Is it's perfect. so good. It's it is somehow perfect. sexy without ever showing anything. Why it's is this incredible. so hot? It's the hottest. It's so good. And honestly, that's like 16 hours worth of entertainment because even though it's only four hours long, you're going to watch it four times through immediately because it's just like that. And then Wives and Daughters is also Elizabeth Gaskell, also amazing. And two series were made out of her uh, novel Cranford. And those are also perfect. So just all of those, they're just, they're really, really cozy. And they have a trait that I really value, which is like no villains. I, this, I am just so proud of how I have raised my stepdaughters in terms of art. I like to say that my favorite kinds of stories are good people trying to be good in a complicated world. And now my stepdaughters, when I put on a movie, will look at me and be, say, this is one with no bad guys, right? And I'm like, correct. This is one with no bad guys. (laughs) And it's just my favorite kind of movie, the kind of movie with no bad guys. Here, here. So, So hopefully those are good ones for you, Ruth. Uh, good luck, Ruth. Report back. Thank you, Patreon. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you, Vanessa.